I'd like to talk a little bit about internet pet peeves. What is going on with our lives that are so deeply intertwined with the internet? What really roused this person up? Call from Nate. Nate? Yeah? Internet pet peeves. What riles you up in other people's internet behaviors or maybe even your own? Uh, this is, is this really Chelsea Brady? I'm, sorry, this is, uh, I'm shocked. Anyway, uh, I hate, I hate the overuse of memes. Like People what? People like, using memes like in, in their co- internet conversations or even the real conversations where it's like, just not creative at all and not funny anymore, but they're still like going on and on about it. Like I would be like, Michaela Maroney is not impressed with your pet peeve. Yeah, that would be one example. Or like when Skyrim came out, they had like a ton of people overusing a, there's like a, a one guard in the, in the game that's like, Oh, I took an error to the knee, blah, 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 blah. And people like quoted that a million billion times and it was already, it was annoying the first time, but. (laughs) Yeah, there's like this, do you like it the first time? Like, you know, Gangnam Style, for example, is a quintessential example. It got so big so fast. Remember when people first said bling? And then it became like middle-aged women, like, oh, I've got a lot of bling on my purse, you know, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, same with swag. It happens with slang, too. That's true. I I, uh, I have this one friend that's like every single tweet he tweets has to have swag in it somewhere, like college boy swag or uh-huh. white boy, white boy wasted swag or something just like. Yeah. You can't. Way You're like, that, but, kill uh, yourself, swag. Jump off a bridge, swag. <laughs> <laughs> Drive into the ocean, swag. Yeah. Different kinds of I swag. Mean, what? Nothing, go ahead. I mean, he's a pretty cool guy, actually. I don't I care, like I hate him now. It. I hate him, due to your description of your own friend. I hate him. <laughs> Well, that's, it's weird. Like we have nothing in common, but he's he's actually kind of like I just started hanging out with him. He's weirdly charming. It's like he's obsessed with fashion and superficial. And like every time I walk in, like wearing the same pair of jeans as I did last time, he's like, "Are those the same jeans?" But I don't know. He just has this uh, weird uh, charm to him. I feel like and you're trying to good com- energy. I feel like you're trying to communicate something about this friend of yours. I want to bone him in the butt. Ah, now we are being honest. I want to get up in them guts. <laughs> no, uh, that's not actually true. But he thinks that I'm, I'm straight, but he's convinced I'm gay. You know, some of those catchphrases you threw out there pretty fast. I'm going to be honest with you. Now, a really lot of times, hear, right? a lot of times, I'll tell lies to the caller. But I'm gonna be very honest with you. You said it's super hard to hear it. You said bone him in the butt with a quickness. What? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. But I feel like I don't want to ruin this song because every single caller gets the song and sucks at it. But I know. Why is that? 
Well, it's just like super hard to understand you and the song at the same time for some reason. But on the podcast, it's super clear. Huh. That sucks. It's weird that um, you're trapped in the middle of this when you've been on the outside so many times. Here you are trapped inside this bubble of miscommunications and tech issues. Can you turn the music off? Thank you. I'm just going to try to get that music out of rotation, even though Don't I love it. Are you talking about boning him or what? Um, meh, not really. Call from Shoon. Shoon? Ding, 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 ding. Good one. Coming out hot, coming straight out of the stable with <laughs> with a hot rest. Well, Chelsea, unfortunately, that's all I got though. That's fine. Here's the topic today: internet okay. pet peeves. What ticks you off big time? About everybody's an asshole, Chelsea. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. You can have. I'll go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm listening to your rant. Because listen, Mm -hmm. you can have a video that's just beautiful flowers, okay, and a kitten. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? And then you'll go, that was pleasant and nice, and I'm full of joy now. Right. And then you read the comments, right? Yeah. And they go, fuck that kitten, he's a dick. I know. And I'm like, really? I know. I know. It's like... Yeah, I know it's weird because I'm torn. Like sometimes I do find it entertaining when people are just like ignorant in comments, but sometimes I hate it. And I wish that I could make all those judgment calls for people. Um, one thing that people seem to feel comfortable saying to me and about me is describing my nose, calling it a Jew nose, which to me. I'm kind of amazed how prevalent that is and how comfortable people feel saying that. To me, that feels like so like ignorant. Like, like it's like saying like chink eyes. Like, I think it's crazy that people are just like, yeah, I just throw around the word Juno's like it's very common vernacular that's just fine to say about another human being. Yeah, that's that's pretty awful. Not my favorite. I'm sure if you saw, if you met the same person on the street, right? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't go, Juno's, Juno's, and then run away giggling. Right. They I would did... go, Chelsea, I love you. Let me get a picture. Right. right. Maybe. I don't know. One time I did do a college and it was a fun show. It was great. And I went backstage afterwards and there was just a curtain before the stairs up into the green room. And this guy like sticks his head through the curtain. He's like, Chelsea. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, why didn't you talk about your big, huge nose? And he's like kind of smiling at me, looking in my eyes. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is the first time someone's been as wildly ignorant as an Internet comment. But straight to my face and I'm looking at him I was just like what does he think is gonna happen right now like I just really couldn't wrap my head around like I he thought I was gonna be like ah high five I'm like ah shit you're right we're besties now I should have talked about it you're right thank you that's such a good idea thank you but anyway, yeah, and I was just like, oh, uh, that's extremely rude. Why would you say that to me? And he's just looked all kind of almost hurt. He was like, uh, yeah. he's like, I don't know. I love you. 
And then I go, well, I don't like you. I think you're really uh. being rude. And then he got on Twitter and was like s- insulting my nose like t- 10 minutes uh, later. Yeah. So I'm like, well, oh, your love is so warm. It feels like a warm, tender embrace. I want more of that Ch- kind of love. Can I- May I play devil's advocate for a moment? Why would you want to ally yourself with the motherfucking devil? I'm going to say assholey in a second. All right. So this guy's probably seen your act. He's probably seen your. Let me just clarify before you go. Let me clarify. No, actually, let me clarify something for you. Uh The very thing that he said was, why didn't you talk about your nose? Because I did not. And I had done an hour of stand up and it wasn't something I chose to talk about it. I talked about it in some of my TV appearances because to me it was like, oh, this is something that I stress about because I was made fun of for it in my youth. But that doesn't mean that every time I get on stage, I'm a dancing Jew buffoon. And P.S. I'm also (laughs) Italian. Right. That doesn't give him the right. P.S. He doesn't understand that. P.S. My last name is Peretti. So therefore, it's not just a Jewish nose. It's also an Italian nose. And it's a combination of two things. And also, I just don't feel like that's all I have to offer the world is to discuss that. It's like, oh, absolutely. it's just, and anyway, so across the board, I, I appreciate that you're trying to go ahead and ally yourself with the devil. But I do think that they're really, I can't imagine. It's like, I don't think like if you, do you follow me on Twitter? I do. How much do I talk about my nose on Twitter? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's nothing but nose material. I mean. Right. Wow. Sarcasm. <laughs> right. But I don't ever talk about it because, you know, I, I don't really, exactly. I don't feel inclined to engage with a bunch of strangers about it. That's going to happen from time to time, but it's not my great dream to talk to a, a, a you know, 200,000 strangers about my nose. Right. So that's that i mean this is the podcast how many episodes in this is episode 12 this is the first time i've even discussed it on here right so anyway i don't think that that's like something you could come to a show of mine being like she better do it she better talk about it or i want my money back (laughs) that's your free bird chelsea i don't know what that means but i just hung up call from max Max. Hello. Hello, Chelsea. Hi. Today, what we're discussing is internet pet peeves. What annoys you and irritates you about the internet and how people use it? Um, like the abundant, like racism and sexism that just is like entirely acceptable. Yeah, it's kind of discouraging, right? Yeah, but it's like, like you'll be on like YouTube or something. YouTube comments are the absolute most insane yeah that I've I, ever seen on the internet like I was watching a, uh, a Natasha Leggero uh, stand up clip yeah and someone was like uh, some comment was like oh man this this bitch sucks at comedy but I sure do want to have sex with this unfunny woman yeah it's a lot of that definitely I, I, I don't think that male comedians get the same level of rancor that female comedians do you know like almost anything i've done that goes on youtube i'm like well i guarantee you the comments are going to be about how ugly i am or someone wants to eat me or out (laughs) or like fuck me it's either going to be like i'm 
I'm a disgusting beast or people want to fuck me. It's almost never about the material or what I've said or what I contribute to comedy. So actually, that was going to be my, if you asked me if I had a topic, I was going to ask you about like gender politics and, uh, in stand up. Well, it's interesting because when that whole Tosh thing happened where he made that joke about, you know, he was starting a joke. I don't even know if he finished it about rape at that club and the girl yelled out and blah, blah. And I defended, you know, him in the sense of like, I think comedians should be able to try to explore anything they want. And I think as audience members, the power that you have is you can just not attend the show. And if enough people don't attend the show, that comedian can't make money. So like that, put your money where your mouth is. Just don't go. I just don't. I think yeah. it's weird to say that someone shouldn't be able to talk about certain things. But what was interesting was that all these feminists started attacking me and all these girls were like, I'm disappointed in you. And feminists were like coming after me. And I was like, I think it's weird that feminists are angry at me instead of going, hmm. Okay, this person has, you know, 10 plus years of experience in this pretty male dominated field in which people hate her on a constant basis because she's a woman and simply because they don't think women are funny. Yet she perseveres because she is a trooper, a trooper and a half. And yet these feminists were coming at me like I was their great enemy. And I was like, hmm, I went to a woman's college, you know. I, I do stand up in, in this field in which it's challenging. I'm surprised people don't have any follow-up questions in which they're genuinely interested in my opinion. But anyway, that's feminism for you. Pretty alienating at times. Yeah, I get really reticent about disagreeing with feminists because I don't, I don't want to come off sexist and I, and I feel like it's a lot of the issues I have no understanding of. So it's, that's, that's encouraging to hear that you also came down on the side of free speech in that instance. Yeah, well, I don't understand how liberals can't. That should be the liberal cause. Like, that's what's so confusing yeah. about these kinds of politics. Liberals should be open to free speech, you know? I don't know. I, I, I think there's there's some complicated areas, you know, like I don't like it when kids get bullied or gay kids get, you know, I the idea of hate speech and all that and protecting people from violence. And I understand there's connections there and stuff like that. I, I just I guess for some reason when it comes to comedy, I just feel like we should have absolute freedom <laughs> without any judgment whatsoever. No, I don't know. Do you have. Do you have any uh, potentially controversial jokes in your act? I saw you once. It was pretty tame. Like, do you have any sort of, like, rape or molestation jokes? It was pretty tame. Well, I mean, like, nothing that could potentially make someone storm out in a huff. Oh, people will storm out to all kinds of shit. Anything you say that vaguely relates to any... Like, basically, people are offended by anything that relates to them personally. But, um... Well, this yeah, I mean, wait, what is it? What's your question? Do I have any? I mean, yeah, I guess it's all a matter of perspective. If you find it tame, I'm not going to try to be like, hey, man, I've got the edgiest material, dude. You got to really comb through it, but it's fucking in there, man. I'm hanging up. I don't, I don't like the word tame, you stupid motherfucker. If you're listening, I hate you, you motherfucker. Like, I went to a woman's college. I took women's studies courses and all this stuff and what i eventually learned is that the more i studied of different feminists the more i learned of their personal lives and how hypocritical a lot of times their theories were 
or if you don't even want to use the word hypocritical, their personal lives clashed with their broad theories about ideals, you know, like bell hooks. I read a book she wrote called wounds of passion. It was about her love life. And I was like, Oh, Catherine McKinnon. I found out was married. She said that marriage was like slavery. Call from. Hello. Hello. Hi, the topic is internet pet peeves. Oh God, I have so many. What are they? Um advertisements and um <laughs> any sort of social media. Um, advertisements and any sort of social media that makes no sense. Yes. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. The internet is social I media. Know. I know. I hate the internet. Oh, okay. Are you not online too much? No, not really. I try not to be. Well, you can just talk about pets then. Do you have one? Uh, pets? Yes. I have a dog and, um, he's pretty much my life. What's his name? Um, <laughs> Charles. Oh, Charles in charge. Charles in charge. I get that a lot, actually. What um, kind of dog? Every morning. What kind of dog? Um, he's a Shorty, half Shitsu, half Yorkie. Do you let him sleep in the bed with he's you? A, he's a hybrid. Yes, I do. Are you Caucasian? How did you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was it the uh, the tone of the voice? Or? No, I just think like white people really let their dogs sleep in their bed too much. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a uh, yeah. I don't I know. I grew up with dogs, though, so it's kind of the. You do know that they standard. they walk around through fecal matter and urine all throughout yes. the city, and then they bring that into your bed. You know, I think about that when I take him out, like, on a leash, and I'm walking through, and my apartment has, you know, the little pet area, mm -hmm. and there's literally, like, turd bombs all over, and every time, like, I'm, like, trying to warn him not to step on one, and then he ends up, like, stepping on all of them, Ugh. and so, like, as he's walking up the stairs, I'm thinking, he's going to get in my bed tonight, so then I have Gross. to Gross. Gross. Yeah, it's very, very disgusting. Gross. I'm like around and like other dogs fecal matter. Gross. Yes. I know, but I'm still loving. Gross. <laughs> Can you do the coffee song thing? Gross. Gross. I yeah. can't. No, I just like, I love dogs. I really do. Like, I want a dog more than anything in life. But. I don't think, and I'm sure I probably would wind up breaking it sometimes, but I just don't want the dog in the bed. I don't want the hair. I don't want the, ugh. I just, and also. That's why I, you have to get like a, a hypoallergenic one that just doesn't shed. I know. I want to. So you don't want like a Pomeranian that it's like a big fur ball. No, I want like a poodle or a poodle mix. And at that, I have to go. I have to hang up because once I start talking about poodle mixes. I know the podcast is slowing down considerably. Um, 
Even though I did grow up with a poodle, jet black toy poodle named Rufus, who was the cutest, smartest dog in America. Hello? I got a, a message to call this number. Chelsea. Yes? Hello. Yeah? I've been listening to your podcast and I heard your... Hold on one second. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, that's Hello, right. is this Chelsea? Yes. I am a big fan of your podcast, and I heard that you're into architects. I am. Specifically, men with, men with dark skin that are also architects. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. I am not African-American, but my skin is quite dark, and I would love to see you sometime. Well, wait a minute. So are you an architect? I am an architect. I'm not African American, but my skin is quite dark. And I believe we would get along very well together. My name is Ash. Ash? Yes, I currently live in St. Louis, but I'm originally from Cincinnati. Oh, uh, two great places. Um, wait, so what? Your skin is dark, and you definitely have some sort of accent. What's your. I mean, who, what's your. Uh, who are you racially? <laughs> well, I was born in Cincinnati, but my parents are originally originally from Toledo. Toledo? Yes, Ohio. <laughs> but I'm just trying to get at like visually what do you look like? Like who would I if I saw you walking down the street and I was just like an ignorant person, what would I say you were? Well, I'm an Indian architect. I'm one of the top I'm one of the top 5 Indian architects in St. Louis. So, I believe we would get along quite well. And may I just say, my god, your voice sounds even more beautiful over the phone than it does on the podcast. What, my voice sounds beautiful? It sounds amazing. I would love to design a building based on your beauty. <laughs> But the thing is, I'm into, like, black architects. I don't know about India. Can you send me some pics? Are you on Instagram? I am not on Instagram. I would love to send you some sensual photos sometimes. Perhaps standing next to one of the buildings I've designed. But, like, naked or something? I would be fully clothed, perhaps wearing a nice suit. Mm, okay. Yeah, definitely send that my way. You know, you can put it on, send it to me via Facebook or Twitter. You know, I don't know if you're on Twitter or familiar with Twitter. Oh, I'm very familiar. I follow you. Your tweets are very beautiful. <laughs> beautiful? Yes, the wit behind them. It's gorgeous. <laughs> you sound very refined to me. Yes, I would love to take you to a nice place. Like where? A glass of champagne with you sometime. Like where? And do you give, like, I've never had a guy buy me, like, a purse or jewelry, you know, like, precious gems or something. Do you do that? You sound like you might. 
My God, you've never had a man buy you jewelry, Chelsea? It's a shame. <laughs> I would love to buy you jewelry. Great. Well, Tell let's me. do this. I has, was... your car, has your car been washed lately? Mm, no. Why do you ask? I would love to take you out sometime. Maybe we could drive your car to a car wash and have a glass of champagne and I'll give you a nice necklace. <laughs> Does that sound like a fun evening to you? to a nice restaurant and talk in the parking lot and watch a nice film on my laptop. Oh my God. These all sound like great date ideas. Have you ever been rejected before? Have I ever been rejected? Mm-hmm. If someone rejects me, then they are not for me and I will move on. Oh, brother. So rejection is a blessing. Well, I don't know. Let me think about it. Send me a bunch of different messages via all the different web communities. And if I find you appealing, I will get back to you. I would love to design a building based on your beauty sometime in the near future. I mean, that sounds cool. You can do that no matter what. Yeah, like send me some jewelry and stuff. I've been thinking about it. I want to become like a real chicken head, like just someone who really is in it for gifts. Mm, Okay. <laughs> I'll send you some rubies as soon as I get a chance. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. I'll speak with you soon. Sounds and please great. Please look for my messages. Okay, I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay, goodbye. Call from Jason. Jace. Hello. Hi. What are your internet pet peeves? Oh, slow download. What's that? Oh, slow download. Yes. I thought you said slow down mode. I was like, what is that? That's like some secret corner of the internet. Um, yes, yeah, slow downloads suck. I mean, I have to say, there's two websites that I enjoy. Bossip as well as Global Grind. Now, both of those websites, anytime I go to them, either on my phone, but primarily on my phone, but also my computer, they jam up my phone, the ads load really slowly to the point where I'm like, should I unfollow them on Twitter? Because I always want to click links and then I always regret it. I feel like they're using like a 90s ad model. For- <laughs> <laughs> They've got like the old modem going. Yeah, well, no, it's like the different pop-up ads and things. It just, I don't think it has to be that way in 2012. Do websites still use pop-ups? I think that those guys do. Uh, I don't know. They use something that feels uh, dated where I'm like, fuck, I just want to read the thing you told me I could read uh, and the link. Oh, I hate it when you just want to get some free information and you've got to give them everything about you just so they can market to you in your email? Yeah, well, I put in all fake shit, or I'll put in Pete Holmes' information. Anytime they ask for... I never thought of that. I never (laughs) thought of that. Yeah, anytime. It's a federal offense, but anytime they ask for, you know, your email, I just put in Pete Holmes' email. Just kidding. I don't really do that, but I should, technically, based on his gross mistreatment of me. Chelsea, how are you? Um, that's not the topic. 
Is that your only internet pet peeve? I had to go because I, I see someone calling from my hometown. Ba- more uh, see more buds. I just hung up a call for two. that shit. See more butts? Really? No one's done it yet. I'm uh, surprised. Yeah, no one's done it because it was like a hit in the 80s. It was like a... Yeah, well, bring it back. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't believe you're even defending Seymour Butts right now. You um, did pick up the... I, you know, Butts. the only reason I picked up... No, it wasn't because of Seymour Butts, and I want you to know that in your deepest heart. It was because you were calling from a 510 area code, and I said, that's my hometown, and I hung up on my last caller, and then it said Seymour Butts, and I felt instant regret. <laughs> well, it's the choice that I made. I'll have to live with that for the right. rest of my life. That's a fair attitude. But, uh, Are you in Oakland? Yeah. No, I'm not in Oakland. I'm from Hercules. Hercules! We love you, Hercules! <laughs> Anyone in Hercules right now, big shout out to the big H. <laughs> Do you know where Hercules is? Isn't it just somewhere that's hot all the time? It's by Vallejo. Yeah. Kind of the same. Yeah. Kind of the same. Um, what was your, what was your, do you miss Hercules all the time when you're not there? I miss it constantly. Mm-hmm. The Bay Area has never left my soul or my heart. Where are you now? L.A. <gasps> That's where I am. We're two sisters, Bay Area sisters, relocated to Los Angeles. Weren't you raised to think that L.A. was like, Satan's beehole. I actually came the other way around. I was born here in LA oh. and then moved to the Bay Area for my formative years. Which is <laughs> what is this? Your biography? <laughs> my, my formative <laughs> yeah. years. That's funny. Um, well, yeah, I like it out here, I gotta say. But I was raised to be like everyone in the Bay Area, like is supposed to be so tolerant, but a lot of times they're like, LA sucks. Like, Southern people are dumb. Religious people are dumb. It's like, wait a minute. Bay Area, weren't you all supposed to be the most tolerant in all of the land? Yeah. Well, call from Amy. <laughs> Hello. Chelsea. Ames. Hey, Chelsea. Hey. <laughs> I hate Ames probably just as much as you hate Chell. I know. I could already know that. Just intuitively. But that's. I let you call me Chell, didn't I? You did. <sighs> Listen, more I'll, importantly, I'll Ames then. more importantly, what are your internet pet pivs? What am I what? <laughs> intranet pet pivs. Oh. Hmm. What really irritates you I'd about? To, mm-hmm. I'd have to say people using abbreviation, abbreviates. I do that all the time. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh well, the funny thing is, I do remember when people started abbreviating words, and I did think it was really annoying. And I think I started doing it ironically. And I sort of still feel like I am doing it ironically. Like, there's a lot of people that use abbreviations that I don't care for what they're doing with it. And it's exactly, a, but part of you kind of likes doing it yourself a little bit. Right, right. But I feel that I'm doing it in an ironic vein. 
even though maybe mm-hmm. technically it, it really can't count as that anymore. But also for Twitter, it, do it so often for Twitter, it has a actual purpose. You oh, know? Yeah. But it's like same how I say bro. When I say bro, I mean it. I archly <laughs> ironically, but I still say it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who I am as the moral, but I agree. Like some people's abreaves I hate. I hate adorbs. When someone's like, that's adorbs. I'm like, please release me from your personality. But like then, you know, (laughs) I don't know. I, I, once again, I feel that I deserve a loophole for everything I hate in others. Perfectly natural. Yeah. Good one though. Abreaves. Yeah. I should have hung up about five seconds ago. I'm getting the hang of this now. Um, you know, just letting a call. You find the little thing that we have to say to each other and then get out. Because then you get more calls going. Call from. Jocelyn. To accept, press 1. To send what? a voicemail, press 2. Hmm. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Jocelyn. Hey. What's up, dude? Just chilling in the rain. Oh, don't you love it? Don't you love it? The rain? Yeah. Well, most times, but it's been a little relentless lately. It's been what? A little relentless. Right. I want to say... outside and ride my bike. You sound straight. You actually straight? sound like a straight guy. Yeah, a lot of your callers do sound a little, little gay. You sound straight, though, huh? <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> Just a straight caller hanging out in the rain, letting his <laughs> white Hanes t-shirt cling to his chiseled torso. Does Pretty that, much. Does that sound right? I'm really surprised you picked up. I was, um, yeah, I just called randomly. Oh, yeah? Well, what we're talking about today is um, internet pet peeves, like what irritates you about how people operate online? Huh, well, I think of the internet as like, as a free-for-all. I'm kind of just different on the internet. I just do kind of let loose and say whatever I want and people get a little offended for that. Would you would you refer to my nose as a Jew nose on the internet? No, no, not like that. Oh. I would um I would see some like political thing and then I'd like rant about it on my Facebook for everyone to read it. <laughs> oh, that's a little different. That's more like self harm. Yeah, yeah. But everyone got kind of sick of it. Yeah, that's like an actual trope. I kind of was hooking up with someone who did that a lot on his Facebook. And we weren't like that seriously involved, but it was like a turnoff to see just his constant like, and not that brilliant (laughs) tirades on Facebook about politics. I was like, oh, uh -oh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I just get high and then I forget about it. So that's what I'm just trying to do from now on. I need a, like ooh, a, some sort of a game called gay or stoner <laughs> or gay stoner. That's that's like everyone who calls here. Yeah, I guess that's California, huh? I guess so, huh? 
I guess so, huh? And whatever it says, that's what you have to assume. That seems like a not very scientific method. What about just ask the caller? I mean, come on! Use your stoned out brain, man! What's your favorite snack? I always like to ask stoners what their favorite snack is because they be hooking it up. Well, I'm kind of a healthy eater, but I normally eat a bunch of candy. But, um,. Like mango slices from Trader Joe's? Yes! Yes! I've been eating the shit out of those lately. Delicious. <laughs> Wait, the ones with the sugar or the non-sugar ones? I, first of all, great question. Second of all, I got both. And I got the fresh mango slices where it's actual fruit pieces. The frozen one? No, fresh. Fresh. They have slivers of mango that you can just get in a like a Tupperware type thing, plastic thing. And it's already pre-sliced. Yeah, that sounds... Pre- you got all three of those? Yes, dude. A little... Um, and for the stoners out there, mangoes apparently increase the high. Oh. <laughs> that is hilarious. I wish this was your podcast and all you did was just tell people shit like that. <laughs> um, little tip for all the stoners I, out there. I started listening to yours and then I started... My, uh, yeah, I recorded a podcast the last two days. And how I'm is it? it but. You're not? That's such a perfect stoner thing. You're like, yeah, I have a podcast, man. I'm never going to put it out, but it's pretty rad. Because I went on tirades on it, and I'm like, no. (laughs) So you're just in a garage recording a fictional podcast where you go on rants? (laughs) You're out of control, you little silly Billy. Are you a silly Billy? Yeah, I try, I try. (laughs) You sound like it. Yay. 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 So is that your only topic for today, or you've been switching it up? That's mainly it. Then the other thing is like, what are what turn what are you attracted to, and what are you turned off by when you just see someone out in the streets? Um, attracted to eyes. Mm, well, like overall appearance, like if you know have it, have it, have it all together as a whole. Mm-hmm. Then you start examining closer, but um. I guess a turn off would be um, out of shape. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> you sound so guilty saying that, but I hear you, boy. I hear you. Hey, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that isn't purely superficial, though. Like, someone being out of shape means they don't care about themselves a lot of times. Like, they're not putting effort in, they don't have goals, they don't have willpower. There's deeper meaning to being out of shape, you know? Yeah, I have to go. Bye. Thank you for listening to Call Chelsea Peretti. We're here Mondays 4 to 6 p.m. at 1-323-989-CHEL. That's 1-323-989-2435. Also, check out other shows on Feral Audio like Twisting the Wind with the very funny Johnny Pemberton in every movie ever made. I am going to be on the road at a club near you, Austin, Texas, Valentine's Day weekend. Let's cherish this loveless weekend together. Uh, San Francisco Bay Area, Punchline. I'm going to be there March 6th through 9th and somewhere. That's the general time frame, I believe. Come out, SF in Oakland. See you there. Here we go. I think Call from Aisha. Yes! 
Aisha! Hi! <laughs> <laughs> kept trying to get your call and it kept being this guy named Zach then this girl named Ruth and I'm like no it's like Zach Ruth Zach Ruth Zach Ruth oh, Zach no. Ruth I'm so bad for Zach I'm sorry Zach hey shout out to Zach and Ruth but I was saying I don't like Zach's most of the time <laughs> don't you think like that name usually is a person like I can you think if of any cool Zach's annoying yeah <laughs> it's like someone you think maybe it's like also because of Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell it's someone who's like <laughs> I don't think that it's someone who's unattractive I think it's often like there are very cute Zachs but they're very in your face well the famous Zach I keep thinking of is obviously Zach Braff is, oh. is that his actual last name that's like one of those words where you say it and you're like that can't be it Braff yeah that's like a joke that's like the joke <laughs> version of his villain. it's like Bradley or something that's like a name you would make up in a writer's room P.S. you guys Aisha <laughs> is calling from the well I don't know if I'm supposed to say that but she's a writer <laughs> she's a writer <laughs> She's a writer. <laughs> secretly calling from her place of employment. Yeah. <laughs> She's a writer from Parks and Recreation. My dear, dear, dear colleague uh, that <laughs> I worked with for two happy seasons at Parks and Rec. Very funny script writer. Um, funny dialogue. Funny character. She's one of the greats. Um, <laughs> and again, someone I consider a close colleague. Um <laughs> But Very yeah, professional. Zach, wait, the Zach from Saved by a Bell, didn't you think he was hot? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's not that Zachs aren't attractive. They are, mm. but their personalities are kind of intense and gross. Right. Now there is. Here. I feel like I know some Zachs and they're going to, that's not true of all Zachs. <laughs> like, do you know Zach from The Office? He, Zach Woods? Oh, yeah. He's nice. Yeah. Shout out to He's Zach. That one yeah. only. We have real 180 for us. <laughs> I love no, Zach. Zach's are great. We love you, Zach's. <laughs> You're our favorites. We're in love with all Zach. Zach's of life. <laughs> <laughs> So, Zach, we love you. Zach attack. Um, <laughs> so, what I'm talking about with callers today is internet pet peeves. What irritates you about the way people operate on the internet or specifically technology that irritates you? E T C E T C E T C E T C. I'm going to walk out of the room, but talk at your leisure. Just a monologue about what I don't like. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like most things about the internet I'm not totally into. Com commenters, I can't like really get that. I feel like I've never read. It's very rare to read a comment that's nice, and if it is, it's like the most boring thing. Like the comments that are interesting are the ones that are kind of negative, right? They're horrible, but like positive comments are always just like, "I like that was really cool," or like, "Nice job," and it's like, "No, be why can't the positive people also be like See, as that's... descriptive as like, I hope you fall down a log, <laughs> like, like... fall down a log, what?" <laughs> No, that is true, though. That's a great point. It's like we all kind of can't look away from the train wreck of these hateful, mean comments. But at the same time, w they make us unhappy as a society on the whole. Yeah. It makes you I assume mean, the worst of your fellow man. 
when yeah, you read it's, it. It's that thing of like you when you're told as a kid, don't worry about what other people are thinking. No one's thinking about you. Like everyone has their own thing, and then you go online. Yeah, seems like people are pretty concerned with what other people. I are I know, doing I know. People <laughs> always do say that. They're like, you know what? No one cares about this as much as you do. You know. No one's yeah. sitting around thinking about you like that's in your head. And it's like, no, actually, people are to a degree I never thought possible. <laughs> like, yeah. I've never known there were so many disgusting things about me until I started having people commenting on them. It's like every yeah. single aspect of my body and personality has been torn to shreds. <laughs> I can't. That's horrible. I, I'm glad that's not <laughs> something that happens to me as a performer. You must... That's crazy. No, it's horrible. Yeah, that's like, that's no, if you were crazy. famous, trust me, you would go through this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could just keep a brief amount of fame. I would know. <laughs> I'll start if posting. I was at all on the radar. <laughs> I'll start posting pics of you all the time. <laughs> For just circling areas. And like, yeah. Go to town. <laughs> For review, invites to the public. Um, no, I thought like it would be a cool movement, youth movement. And if any youths are listening, please go ahead and embrace this. You know how there was like the straight edge movement where it was like, we don't drink and we don't yeah. fuck and blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I think there should be a movement now that's either we don't use the internet. Or at all, or where they call themselves the Internet Love Brigade, and what they do is they go and wherever there's <laughs> shitty negative comments, they write positive ones. But maybe like you're saying, they're really funny or they're cool. But it's like yeah. their actual goal is to counteract the negativity. And I guess as I'm saying this, I think Justin Bieber's fans do that naturally. You know, like there's people who do that. But I think I his fans were crazy. I thought his fans would get super negative. I'm yeah, like, they do death all. threats. <laughs> I think they do death threats, but like they'll go after people and say, like Chris Brown, if someone talks bad about Chris Brown, his fan, his fans go after them and say he's great, you know? Oh, but oh wait, this, so you want something just for you? Like no, no. Opposite, oh. opposite. This should oh. be across the board, a general love brigade that just goes around <laughs> spreading love. That would be good. Doesn't have to be kids. Like you could start that. No, I can't. I'm too busy. <laughs> I feel like uh, I read something on how Taylor Swift wrote the song Mean based on cyberbullying. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I can't tell you how many adult women are talking to me about Taylor Swift songs all the time. I thought I was brought on as an expert on Taylor Swift. I thought that was the purpose of me calling it this. <laughs> no, that's called delusion. I that. <laughs> that's called extreme delusion. Although I did hear that <laughs> song finally that's like you were troubled. I knew you were when you walked in or something. Right, yeah. It is an anthem. I'll give it that. Oh, it's yeah. got that swelling energy where you're just like, yeah, I guess I am on board. Yeah, I guess I too have made some mistakes and this song gets me. Yeah, <laughs> I think people like it. <laughs> That's exactly it. So let's get some gossip. What's going on in the Parks and Rec writers' room? (laughs) (laughs) Just us, right? No one's listening. Yeah, no one's listening. Who's being annoying lately? Who's being fun? (laughs) Who's killing it in the pitch category? Um, everything's going great. Uh, <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for being so forthright. Everything is a secret. As you know, our, it's just like a serious drama. Everything is locked down. Our yes. do not get out. No. Uh, we do not want anyone to know what's going on with our storyline. Right. It's very tight-lipped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm still trying to get a lemon cake from Greg Daniels. I, I, oh, yeah. I emailed him and asked if I still get one. What did he say? 
He said, like, now that you're not my employee anymore, we can have a mutual gift exchange. <laughs> and then now, I, asked, I have a question about the etiquette of, like, if you receive some, I know that the cake came from him, but it doesn't say who it came from, right? There's I know. No return address. It's got that There's air no of info. mystery that makes him such a special character in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> but where do you send a thank you note for that? Because, like... Don't you have his email? I don't know. An email thank you now? That seems, I, 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 that's... I asked for his um, his address and he did not respond. <laughs> no, he doesn't like to give that out. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm outside of his house. <laughs> the bag of presents dressed as Santa. I keep having these fantasies lately of like, how far could I push a bit before someone was scared of me? <laughs> like where they're like... <laughs> Like, wait, did she, did she actually have a psychotic break? Like, if I showed up at his house in a Santa suit with presents and I just kept honking and honking and honking. <laughs> we immediately call the police. Yeah, that would be cool. It's something to do. I feel like for him, he would. I think you'd have to, you'd also have to try with different people, too. How's your love life? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I usually well, I get... think my genuine reaction is like this. <laughs> um, I have a date tonight with a wonderful young man. You do? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Anyway, Where are you guys going. What type of date is this? We're going to go see a movie. Nice. What mm. type of movie? <laughs> Well, it it might just be the Catherine Bigelow movie that our friend Christopher Pratt is in. I heard he's really good. I can't wait to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why is that audience laughing right now? It's unclear. It's unclear. But no, I know. I remember when he got the part. We were all excited in the writer's room. He was doing like push-ups on set when we were filming the like the last during scenes last year. <laughs> during what? Se- during scenes. <laughs> oh. If he was like doing workouts yeah. during scenes, you're like, mm, yeah, focus up, but no, he <laughs> yeah. was training. He was like in crazy shape for that movie. It was intense. It's pretty cool how actors really do that. I mean, their body is one of their <laughs> tools. Their body is their main tool. It's an <laughs> instrument. They have to use. They must. Oh, I thought I was going to, speaking of like, I thought I was going to be on a conference call with Adam Scott. <laughs> you know what? Adam Scott uh, was going to come in today, but then he had to shoot. Hmm. Typical. Well, I see someone let their work get ahead of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's sickening. I actually feel like I'm shaking. Like I feel sick. (laughs) How dare you? You want me to? I just take my phone all the way downstairs to Sam and demand that he get on the phone. Yes, that would be funny. Actually, interrupt filming. Excuse me. There's an emergency. (sighs) I keep laughing internally right now, thinking about hanging up on you. You know what? I like as soon as I called, I was like, I feel like it would be great if she hung up on me. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely at any point. Hmm. Well, it's not Hello? as fun when you authorize Hello? it. Yeah, <laughs> not quite as fun when you authorize it. You know, I always like to feel like I'm a rascal, right? And a right. renegade. No, I like it. I definitely enjoy. Call from <laughs> Lisa. I'm working on a new laugh. Do you like it?
I like it a lot. Pretty great. <laughs> it sounds like when your car won't start. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are your internet pet peeves? What annoys you and irritates you about the internet? What irritates me about the internet? Oh, I suppose when you can't make your point well enough. So it's a choice whether to say nothing or just insult somebody's very soul. Mm. Right. You feel like you're being under attack and you can't defend yourself properly without going beneath yourself in terms of your morals. That's right. I want to be I want to be nice to them like this girl pushing hoops. She's really nice and calm with everyone. But really, I just I just want to shit on their dreams. You know, what does that mean? Pushing hoops, pushing hoops. She's a, got a Twitter account at Uh pushing hoops. I think her name's Aisha. Uh huh. Pretty chill, but you don't like her. No, I like her a lot, but she handles, you know, all the racism and stuff like that. Like this whole, uh, I guess I don't want to be a bummer, but you know, she handles pretty sensitive topics with, with grace. Oh, okay. I'm looking I'm, at her. I'm looking at her on Twitter. She does not follow me. So at this time, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. I forgot to do my vocal warm up that I normally do before the show, but now today you'll get to hear it during red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Who is this? Where are you living? Call from Nisa. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press Oops, your caller just hung up. Great. I don't like them anyway. I never feel rejected. Because I always decide I'm, I would be happier that way. <sighs> my back hurts. I want to go get a massage. Throw Tiger Balm all over my back like a little chiller. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get massage? Call from Nisa. To accept, press one to send a voicemail. I want to talk about Tony Braxton. (laughs) All right, why? (laughs) What about her? I want to talk about how great she is and her first album. What's your favorite song on her first album? I'd have to, you'd have to tell me a list of the songs and then I could tell you. Okay, we got the classic, we got Breathe Again. Great song. Heavy breathing effect. Great song. Yes. Great. Uh, we have uh, You Mean the World to Me. That's, That's a good also one. a You Mean the World to Me. Oh, yeah. You are Break my everything. That's I right. I swear that nothing else will matter, <laughs> matter to me. That is one of my pet peeves. She does not get enough love. What else? What are the other today. songs? Uh, you got. Uh, my best friend, heard that one, or is she singing about her best friend cheating no. on her? No. 
Oh, that, that hurts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I pretty much failed that first call. I wanted to redeem myself. You do, You that. totally did. But wait, can, do, you, <laughs> do you have any other ones? Any other song titles from Tony Braxton? Any other? First, where she counts the ways that people love her. She, she counts from one to ten mm-hmm. about how much. I'm, I you know, think I'm, on the first album, are you more fan of the secrets that where your head's at? I might be confusing various songs. Like, there's a, like, one. <laughs> like a dream to me. That's something else, though. <laughs> no, that's Brian McKnight. He'll show you how your pussy works. Oh, my God. Remember that? <laughs> that was great. No, she's got so many hits. It's crazy. Tony Braxton. She sure does. I think her family is bringing her down. If I could just speak boldly. <laughs> I haven't seen her show. She has a reality show now, right? Oh, yeah. My and, whole family, really. It's not just her reality show. Right. Like Tamar Braxton is her sister, right? Yeah, don't get me started. I actually followed Tamar Braxton somehow thinking it was Tony Braxton. I was like, what the hell did she do to her face? <laughs> she looks totally <laughs> different. It's like a different person. And then I realized, oh, it is a different person. This is Tamar Braxton. But shout out to the whole Braxton family. Call from. Peter. Are you there? Hello? Yeah. Hey. What's your internet pet peeves? Um, when they don't update the games on the serial websites. On the what websites? Huh? Like, the serial websites, like, sometimes they put, like, crossword puzzles and, like, maze, like... Oh, this is, like, some real 2012 shit. I didn't know that serial boxes existed in the internet. Yeah, you can, they're, like, interactive and stuff, and you can, like, sometimes friends play with you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what are your internet pet peeves? Um, God, I have so many of them. It's hard to say where to begin. I hate on Instagram when people at me, but their account is private. So I see the thumbnail of a photo and they say, hey, at Chelsanity, you know, here's you at this or you would think this picture's funny. And then I click it and it's like, this account is private. It's like, if you have a private account, uh-huh. don't fucking at me, dog. Oh, that's never even happened to me, but I can, that must be super annoying. Hmm. Uh, see, I don't know what's relatable anymore. I'm blowing up. Call from. <laughs> this, no. That is a terrible Two connection. Press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Ugh, I'll accept it for one second. Two. You have one second. Okay. There's too much wind in the background of this call. I don't know where you are. Are you on a mountaintop? He jumped. We lost him. I want to call my brother because talk about someone who's deep. In- <laughs> Just got a text from Aisha. You rascal. She wrote. <laughs> if there's anyone who knows about the Internet, it's my motherfucking brother, Jonah. Jonah. I probably won't be able to get him on the horn, but let's try. Everybody say hey yo, hey yo, boom boom boom. Everybody say hey yo, hey yo. Ding 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 ding. Ah! Ah! 
my brother has some backstory. He invented the internet. This sounds like a bad connection, too. It sounds like a steam train. Damn it. Damn it! Forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not today. Not today. Call from... Market. To accept. What are your internet pet peeves? What annoys you about the internet? Cool. That was one of my best deliveries of the day. <laughs> and it was to nobody. Call from Eric J. Oliver. Eric, what are your internet pet peeves? What annoys you about the internet? Uh, I hate people who feel a need to, uh, shit on things needlessly. Yes. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why, like, all of a sudden people feel like because, like, no one's directly in front of them. They're just, they can just be like, fuck everyone and this sucks. And, like, what is that about? I know. I think it's weird, though, because everyone who's calling is saying the same thing. It's like, as a group of humans, most of us don't like that, yet... We still go online constantly. Right. Like, what does that say about us? I know. It's like, if we really do try to look in the mirror, it's like, what do we see but some crazy ogre with red eyes staring back, beckoning, beckoning? Right. I mean, like, yeah, that's our natural state, but you would think that we have grown to a point where we're beyond that, you know what I mean? Like, or is that just, is that just an illusion? Are we all really just like... You know, just one bad day away from, like, fucking freaking out. Are you a stoner or are you gay? Um, if those are my only options, then I'm a stoner. Oh, okay. Those aren't you. Do you have a one-word description of yourself? Uh, funny. Oh, right. that sounds arrogant now. No, I think that's appropriate, though. You've been hilarious so far. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. I'm on the spot. Ask me serious questions. Trying to be honest. No, I know. Quick. Listen, it's hard. It's hard. I, I actually think like when people leave the messages, they seem more like relaxed because they don't have to face the 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 vibration that I'm throwing their way. <laughs> no joke. There, there is a, a subtle hum going through my body right now. Like it was odd that you said vibration, because like I didn't think I'd be nervous at all. Yet I am. Uh, I am vibrating. <laughs> no shit. That's no crazy. Joke. You're making me feel mad powerful right now. Um, I have incredible back pain from leaning over for this microphone. But these, oh, these little doodads. The stuff that you deal with in show business. Am I right? It's so hard. It's a real challenge. Your show is like really comfortable. Like I, I picture you in like some kind of uh, old timey radio station. That's a beautiful fantasy, and you should cherish it forever. <laughs> is that not the case? No, I'm in an old timey radio station. You're right. <laughs> I'm in a bathtub. Oh, I'm in a gilded clawfoot bathtub for all podcasts. Hmm. That is delightful. Where are you right now before I hang up on you viciously? 
Oh, I'm at a Starbucks uh, getting coffee. Maybe that is also why I have the vibrations. Oh, man. Starbucks is kind of like allegedly garbaggio. Allegedly what? Oh, that's Italian for garbage. Garbaggio. Ah. No, there is one thing I like at Starbucks. It's the seasonal pumpkin spice latte, but I only get one shot of the flavor, and I get it non-fat with an extra shot of espresso. Oh, you you are quite the coffee connoisseur. I know. I uh, I have to admit, I usually just get a regular coffee and then uh, just hang out on the Wi-Fi for hours. Right. That's not bad, right? I guess so, but I don't even cool. like the energy in Starbucks. I feel like I'm in like a corporate waiting room or something. Like the you know the energy of a Starbucks feels like frenetic. It doesn't. Is that a word? Frantic? I don't know. You get it. I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I feel, I, I mean, it'd be, I've got like some uh, crappy pop music playing right now, a lot of guys standing around. Awkwardly. You have a cool laugh. What's that? You have a cool laugh. Do I? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. That. I actually, uh, I saw Pete Holmes recently. Uh, and, uh, uh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. Oh, uh, <laughs> He hung up. He, he self-policed. HL, are you really that happy, man? I feel like I'm not that happy. I love... I, I, I like your podcast because I feel like you're happy when you're really not. Like, you probably want to kill yourself just as much as I do. I'm going to kill myself, but I have a son that's four. You know, I'm a comedian, but I'm not that good at it. Like, I have a nine-to-five job. And I, I just dedicated my time more to the nine to five job than I have the, than the comedy. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm funnier than most of the people that I know, not the death god people or or you and and um just everybody I know that you know. Like Chelsea, you're you're dope. You're meant to do this shit. You're Oaktown legend, nigga. But I just I feel depressed, man. But I love your podcast because it makes me feel happy. And I call you sometimes drunk. I don't know. I I, I want to call your podcast. I would never call your podcast on a Monday. I'd rather call your podcast on every other day when I'm feeling like shit. I'm not going like, to force myself to call you on the day you ask me to call you. You know, fuck you. I'd rather do it on the day that I want to do it. But, Chelsea, I think what you're doing is great. And I love you, man. And just keep doing your podcast, fuck the hairs, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. Wow, I honestly went through so many emotions listening to that message. First of all, did he say, I'm going to kill myself? I have a four-year-old son. That was an extremely stressful part of it. Do not fucking kill yourself. No one listening, kill yourself. (laughs) I think it goes without saying. Now... That's fine. I understand not calling on a Monday. I understand like wanting to leave a message rather than call in. Like when I was younger, like if I went to a comedy show, I wouldn't want to sit in the front row. I would be sitting in the back. That's just my vibe. So I can understand calling on not a Monday and do it your own way, your own flavor. Having a nine to five while you're doing stand up fucking sucks. 
But it's also kind of cool on the bright side because you have so many experiences to draw from and so many frustrations to draw from. And they're relatable because so many people have office jobs and, and day jobs that, you know, the positive side is that you have a fount of material. Anyhow, thanks for the encouragement. Hi, Chelsea. I have Hi. a question for you. Okay. Do you have a traditional job? Well, how do you find the will to get out of bed in the morning? And how do you, how are you ever motivated to do anything? Mm-hmm. Like how when you have to write something, mm-hmm. how do you get out of bed and actually work instead of falling back asleep or watching TV or going on Twitter for ten hours? Right. Kind of a problem. Thanks. Well, it is hard and I struggle with it all the time. One way to get yourself out of bed is set your alarm to Miguel Adorn. It makes you just like, mm, this is going to be a great day. Then like have a little routine. I'm not always good at this. I'll go on it for like weeks at a time, then I'll stop. But if you have good groceries, good coffee, set your alarm. I like to wake up around 10 or 11. That's my dream time because I usually go to bed at two or three in the morning. Set your alarm clock, then make coffee, get on your computer. Don't check your email. Don't check your texts. Get straight on your computer and just write uncensored for like, you know, 20 minutes and just let whatever comes out, come out. That is a good way to kind of start your day and be productive without crazily judging yourself. Um, it's also helpful to have a writing partner sometimes, um, or to have deadlines. Deadlines obviously are helpful, uh, but it can be challenging. There's also this song by Fat Lip called Writer's Block, and I like to listen to that song. It's all about writer's block. Pretty cool. Bye. Chelsea Peretti, we love you, we love you, we love you. Chelsea, the ready. You've got a podcast that we won't forget. <laughs> and you're Italian and you love spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, the ready. We love you. We love you. Is this me? <laughs> that sounds exactly like me when I'm alone at home. Like, I'm so noisy sometimes. Making up little jingles and jangles. Hello, Jesse. I'm I'm depressed most night. I I I, I use a I use a fake voice for my, my depression. <laughs> anyway, I I love I love your fucking your podcast. I, I I do, and I'm I'm in my dirty ass apartment, and I just I I just respect everything you do, and I I think you're a fucking amazing person, and I love that you you like you feel disconnected with society. I love the way you talk. And, like, I feel like you're broken like me. <laughs> and I don't know why we're broken. I mean, maybe it's because you're from Oakland and you hang out with most Is this the same guy? Or it's just, just we're just two people consumed with society. And, it is. Uh, I don't even know the fuck I'm going. Anyway, I love your shit. I love your podcast. I'm going to call um, on Monday when I get my shit together. Oh, uh, this is that same guy who said he doesn't call on Mondays. My name is Simone. I'm calling it. Listen. Thank you for your love. Simone, listen, we are broken in certain ways, but always ready to heal. 
Hi, Chelsea Peretti. Uh, I have MS, multiple sclerosis. That is a uh, condition, disease that is kind of depressing, but not super depressing. Um, while I was a child, I had three, well, I didn't have three horses, but uh, we had three horses, and the sound of them chomping on carrots is amazing. Yes. Apples are pretty good, too, but yes. carrots and horses' mouths being chomped is an amazing sound. Which is really weird because I hate the sound of humans chewing. I know. Chewing anything, really. Same here. Especially anything crunchy. Yes. Or bananas. Mm, mushy. Anyway, uh, I think there was one other thing that uh, I was going to mention, too. But I, for the life of me, can't remember what it is. Hmm. So... If you want to call me back, my number is 25363. Ah! Do people think I'm a healer? <laughs> Am I supposed to be touching heads, like laying hands on people's foreheads and shit like that? I wish I could. To all the diabetics. And- yes. How are you going? My podcast. Um, I wanted to let you know that it's 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I'm a little bit high, Mm, and I just wanted to let you know I've been listening to your podcast, and I feel deep connection Mm -hmm. with you, the words you say, and the people that you You could be high. Pausing this for a second. You could be high and feel a deep connection to a car commercial. So this is, we have to take this in perspective. Because I feel that you have a good sense of the right type of people Hmm? and terrible people. Mm. And I think it's good to have that kind of sense. (laughs) And I think it's pretty good to be able to. I think it shows a lot about you as a person Mm. when you know that kind of thing. Mm. And I hope no one is being shitty to you ever because you're a good person and you deserve happiness. Start the internet love brigade. And I don't know you really well. And it's probably really fucking weird to hear. And you're probably like, what the fuck? Not even listening to it. But I just hope you know that you are funny. Thank you. Rounded, smart. Thank you. Strong. Thank you. Independent. Thank you. Lady. Thank you. And if there are more people like you, I think the world would be a cooler, fun, more interesting place. And thank you for your love. And if you're negative or if people think you're negative, it's fucking. It's not right to think that because you're right for being that way. (laughs) Um, People are shitty sometimes. Okay. Have a good night. I mean, morning, breakfast, night, every day, dog, Universe. Aliens. Have a great universe. Okay. Oh, Chelsea. I love you so much. I'm your biggest fan. (laughs) I love your skull. You're the most beautiful skull I've ever seen in my life. Chelsea, will you be my Valentine? 
<laughs> is this Chris Farley? Okay, so I mean, this is, I think it is kind of um, heartwarming in a weird way to see that everyone feels the same about the negativity on the internet. I wanted to talk to my brother because I think that like, I remember from talking to him. My brother is like one of the founders of the Huffington Post. He has this company called BuzzFeed and he thinks a lot about these kinds of things, the internet and what makes a web community one way versus another and shit like that. And one thing I, I sometimes Google him and read stuff about him. Cause I just like, he doesn't always talk to me about work stuff. And so I read this one thing where he was talking about the philosophy of Buzzfeed. And one thing he said was like, they don't do slideshows where you have to click through things cause it's an old ad model and that it's more enjoyable to just be able to scroll down and, and not have to do that. And I was like, yes, like as a user of the internet, I hate clicking through things. Like it feels like I'm being expected to do physical labor in the world of the internet. So I was curious with it because I remember him saying something about how comments make a site more sticky. You know, like people like there's more traffic on a site that has commenting enabled. And as a creative person, I don't always like commenting because I feel like it's like kind of depressing or it can get in your head or it can be limiting. Now I'm doing a thing where I just don't read comments anymore. Um, I just like force myself not to even go look because it always depresses me. So, um, ew, he's sick. So he's sending me texts about snot. It's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I'm poorly synopsizing all his, uh, different, you know, philosophies, but they're, they're available online if you're interested. But anyway, I just think what are solutions? What solutions do you guys have? And you can call in maybe the next episode and we could talk about it more. But I feel like there's got to be some sort of social movements. Like, isn't that the next thing? Like how the 60s had free love and, you know, civil rights movement. Like what what movements are going to come out of all this technology that we're all using? P.S. Everyone has cancer now. Am I imagining that? I feel like people in their 30s have cancer way more than they used to. So if you're a doctor, please let me know. Is that true or not? Is it because we're always on our phones and our computers and, you know, eating hormones? And what is it from? And is it on the rise like it seems like? Okay. I'm switching to a lot more natural products in an effort to not die at 38. Um, anyway, I guess that's just about it. Cancer and internet comments, the classic duo. Um, good calls today. A lot of laughs and a lot of love.